You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. We're talking rugby league now. Talk to Greg Peters, New Zealand Rugby League CEO, a Hollywood investor, maybe involved in support for a second NRL side based in Canterbury. Greg just joins us to talk about that now. Evening to you, Greg. I hope you're well. Thank you, Darcy. You certainly am. That's what I like to Good hear. To be on you. Good to be on your program. Thank you very much. Uh, interesting story coming up. We're always hearing about this, aren't we, about the possibility of a yet another NRL team being based in Tuai Panamu. This is all about the Christchurch-based South Island expansion franchise. Well, what do you know about this, Greg? Well, I think, uh, you, you know, I mean, it's been pretty well publicised from the NRL that they do have a, a medium or longer medium-term um, expansion vision. Uh, and it's been well publicised that uh, I think Papua New Guinea team uh, for for all its rights and wrongs is uh, is probably the front runner at the moment, um, and that's uh, about Australian government investment and into geopolitical issues into uh, into the Pacific, um, which is uh, a lot of money that they're potentially putting forward for that uh, for that strategy. So that's probably the front runner for the next expansion. Um, they've been quite public about the fact that they want to expand. That's not to say that other other people aren't putting their hands up, including Christchurch, as we know, um, and it's been publicised today and, and historically as well. But they won't be the only people. There'll be Perth and other areas that will, if not, be successful in the next couple of years when they when they go to 18 teams in the next um, version, which may be as far out as 2030. Do we need a second NRL team in New Zealand? Can we cope with that from your point of view as the CEO of the NZRL? Yeah, well, leaving aside the venue and, and who, who might get it, ultimately, if the Warriors continue, and I've got every reason to think they will, with their amazing form that they had last year and cementing, a regular top eight position, uh, then I think that's the time we should be saying, okay, that's a staged approach to looking at a second team in New Zealand, because when you get when you get that, and you've seen it perhaps with uh, the Dolphins and uh, and the Broncos, you know, you get that local rivalry, you get a bit of um, tribalism between two teams in the same you know broadly geographic area. Uh, and that that's exciting for fans. Uh, and also, look, w- w- if we've got we're providing currently somewhere in the vicinity of 28% of the NRL players started their career in New Zealand. That's only the boys. You know, the women of big portion of uh, NRLW players also come from New Zealand. So, wouldn't it be great to have them all playing back on our shores and um, and a bit of rivalry and uh, and getting a truly kind of international competition going? Would it whip the rug out from underneath the Warriors brand, though? Because the nationwide support through up the wires has been quite extraordinary. How much of a blow would it be to them? Yeah, well, I think I think yeah, if you, you look at other codes that have teams other than or more than one team in a country, and the the fantastic explosion of the Warriors brand is great and great for the game. It's our well, we say it's our shot front window for rugby league in New Zealand that we, that uh, NZ Arrow doesn't pay for. So it's a it's a great position when they're doing well for the game because everyone's talking talking about it. Um, so if we can get more talkability and more um, more brand visibility of another brand in New Zealand, ultimately, and I'm not saying tomorrow or maybe even next year, or uh, but in time, I think it's it's potentially the right thing. But you've got to carefully do it because. Uh, 
worlds littered with um, sports worlds littered with examples of people who've gone too early and uh, and fallen over. How much involvement have you got in things like this expansion, though? Are you just an interested bystander? Do you get in there and roll your, your sleeves up? What, what can NZR actually do in this space? Do you think? Well, we have uh, we have some pretty um, good conversations with the NRL about where the game's at in New Zealand, and that's obviously one factor as they as they consider expansion strategies. And the numbers I gave you before are, are quite compelling in terms of the numbers of players that come out of New Zealand. Uh, wouldn't it be great to have those guys playing back here and, and girls back here on our shores um, uh, and and week in week out, seeing them in front of their fans and family? Uh, so that's and 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 granted, a lot of the Kiwi players uh, uh, have been have grown up in Australia too. So um, it's not all locally lo- locally grown talent. Have you had anything to do with this uh, the Tony Kidd guy, the, the new consortium's yep. chief executive? So, and has he told you who the rock star is? Ha, no, oh, I only read that today. I don't know who the rock star is. <laughs> it would uh, be fascinating um, to, to find out. Oh, some some um, some guesses in that article, but I'm not sure whether they whether it's Sam Neil or Taika Waititi or someone else. But uh, if that's true, that's the sort of front and brand that you need, and you've seen that with with what the NRL is trying to do in Vegas in a few weeks is that you've got to have that visibility and you've got to get a jump start. And you've also got to have a serious amount of cash, you know, 30 million or in that kind of vicinity is what takes to set these clubs up. And last but not least, uh, Greg Peters, CEO of NZRL. Thanks very much for your time. Have you signed Wayne Bennett yet? <laughs> not, not, not quite, not quite, Darcy. We've got a... a, a process to go through with that with a short list of candidates that we'll be interviewing very soon but uh, as Wayne has said um, publicly everywhere he's uh, got his name in the hat. Awesome stuff thank you very much for joining us uh, Greg Peters from uh, I wonder how big that hat is incidentally from one CEO to another from CEO of NZ Rugby League to the CEO of the potential competition of this expansion team one New Zealand Warriors boss Cameron George joins us now Cameron uh, welcome so what's your gut reaction to the news like this? Oh look it's all part and parcel of the process that's you know being undertaken by the game at the moment um you know we've read about the North Sydney Bears um Peter Valandis himself spoke about them Papua New Guinea uh, understand, yeah. There's a consortium maybe interested as well from the from the South uh, Island. And look, if the game's expanding, it's obviously healthy. They'll do it at the right time. I don't know when that is. We as clubs aren't really involved in the process. So I probably know about as much of it as what you do by reading it and about it. Um, but look, everyone's ambitious. It's great to see. Um, yeah, whether the South Island are the next expansion team, um, I'm not quite sure. But look, at this point in time, we're focused on winning the premiership for everyone in New Zealand, and we're really keen to do that. In your eyes, do we need a second team in the NRL here in New Zealand? Uh, look, I think I know what it takes to run a club, and um, you know, there's a lot of facets to it other than just playing talent. Um, it, it's it's all about structures, pathways, commercial relevance, commercial support, and ongoing sustainability in that area. Um, it's It costs a lot of money. Um, you know, I've said it before that, you know, you can't just start one up today and it's just become successful. You need a lot of, a lot of um, resource behind it and it takes a lot of planning. So, um, you know, whether, 
New Zealand could, you know, commercially sustain another another club. That's, you know, would be the question I'd be asking. Uh, it's a pretty hard market out there, um, and you know, we're playing it as much as rugby union is, as much as many other sports and and everything for the leisurely dollar um, of fans first and foremost, and obviously for sponsorship money. So it's tough going, but we're blessed with a, a wonderful fan base and a wonderful commercial base. I suppose from your point of view, would you be concerned about the um, your brand being eroded v New Zealand support with a number of people maybe changing their allegiances from the South Island? Is that something you think about? Oh, I don't, mate. Uh, you know, we're just focused on ourselves. We focus on doing the best we can for for our fan base. It's already established and growing, and uh, we saw that this year. And you know. You know, do, putting a second team in here, what will it do to it? Um, I'm not quite sure, but all I know is that we're focused on on what we're doing and how we can do it the best we possibly can to be in the you know the driver's seat in the New Zealand sporting landscape. I suppose the best thing here is that you've got support of 20 plus years. You've got some history, some tribalism behind the side, and that's pretty hard for people to to walk away from. I'd think. Yeah, look, I hope so. Um, you know, there's a, we've got a lot of uh, emotionally attached people to our, our club. Um, we're trying very hard to win them that premiership. And when we do, we all know, um, you know, it'll explode to a, a, a higher level again. Um, we're seeing significant growth in, in the interest in the game, uh, which is fantastic. And we're seeing gr- great growth in, you know, our support. So, um, you know, the NRL, when they do decide to expand, they're going to have to decide when that is. Um, and where the best team is um, to either break into a new market to get more fans. Uh, that would be the question I'd ask by having a second team in New Zealand. Are we getting more fans or new fans? Or are we getting the same fans just following another team? Where if you go to a new market, you're generating more fans and more commercial support from a different market that we haven't tapped, in, tapped into before, a la, you know, Perth or Papua New Guinea or, you know, um, even South Australia. So there's plenty of markets out there that the game doesn't exist in now that would be hugely beneficial to the overall NRL um, sport. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.